All right, we're live. Mark Schust in the building. How's it going, bud? Oh, pretty good. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. A um, lot of a uh, lot of Magento news. A lot of stuff yeah. going on. I just saw the um, uh, the um, the update from the Mosca team with uh, the Mage OS distribution. I believe is now the official name for it. Um, did you get a chance to read that? I think he tweeted that out a few hours ago today. So yeah, yeah, I shared it over on uh, LinkedIn. I read through it oh. real quick. So okay, yeah, looks like things are progressing. So it's always a good sign. So so, what's your take on the whole thing? Um, I think it's a good initiative. You know, um, it's I think ever everyone would agree that the innovation has been stagnant. Right. on uh magento open source and looks like commerce is getting all of the uh all the attention so um right. it's you know if anything it's just a kick kind of a wake up perhaps to uh to adobe and uh i saw um i forgot what's his name uh adam struck <laughs> i saw his one meme and i was i was really laughing at that he has the best um, memes <laughs> yeah, that was funny. The one, the uh, the Eric Andre one, where he shoot, where he shoots, where he shoots the guy. I had to look shooting. up that YouTube because I had no clue what the reference was. But yeah, yeah. I I um I I watched so that guy had this um TV show Eric Andre and um I watched a couple of them. It is the wildest like comedy like whatever that genre is. It's like a skit show slash talk show. it's the craziest show you've ever seen but yeah so i think that's one of the co one of the common memes from it um but uh yeah that was that was funny um so um do you okay so are did you sign the letter oh yeah are you a, are I you a supporter first day. yeah okay okay so yeah, you're all, all in I, I think it's like you fall in one of like five different places with this. You're like super hyped about it. And, but you're still like a fan of Adobe, right? That's like me. Like okay. I, I love Adobe still, you know, support commerce and everything. But um, okay. then there's this group of like people that hate Adobe <laughs> and are like gung ho about this. And then there's another group that's doesn't care probably, right? Adobe right. commerce people. Right. And then there's, you know, it's funny of how you fit into a certain bucket. Um, yeah. Yeah. Some people are yeah. pretty aggressive. <laughs> yes. Yes. There's the hardcore anarchists that are like, let's, you know, down with Adobe and let's let the community kind of manage things. Um, yeah, it was cool. I saw, um, I read his latest update where they're going forward with the distribution and, um, so it'll, it'll be interesting to see, you know, where it goes. I mean, they're going to have a lot of work, you know, they're going to have their work cut out for themselves, um, with actually, you know, managing a, a fork and all that goes into that, keeping things compatible, managing contributions and stuff. And, and of course, probably initially there won't be a lot to manage as far as PRs and all that. You know, that's one of the problems that Adobe has to deal with is there's, there's all sorts of, I mean, I'm sure there's a ton of volume of contributions and 
and stuff. And then, you know, when you see issues or PRs that don't get responded to, and I'm sure that's part of it is that they just have like a fire hose of stuff to deal with, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've ever tried to make a contribution to the, um, to the platform. It's kind of, uh, it's a long dragged out process. You know, I've been through, I remember opening issues in 2015, maybe even 2014. And then like three years goes later, goes by and, um, get an update and like, Hey, we need unit tests for this. <laughs> it's like, well, it was three years ago. I'm like, I don't, I don't even care about the issue anymore, but yeah. Um, yeah. things like that in the process, it's, it's very bureaucratic for sure. Right. Um, takes way too many, you have to sign disclosures and which I, you know, I understand that cause it's Adobe, but, uh, right. Right. It's just hard to get any, any kind of contribution into the actual platform because there's so many right. requirements and it seems like right. it gets hung up or not merged timely. Yeah. Right. What do you, what do you think is the crux of that? Like why, why is, why is it stagnating in that way? Um, I'm not sure. You know, I, I think just attention hasn't been given to, um, to open source for one reason or another. Um, I know a lot of people have been making contributions and um, it is great that they opened up page builder. I thought that was a huge step. Mm. Um, when I first heard that, I thought it was completely untrue, but uh turned out to be, to be true and came from a reputable source. And um, it's great to, to have more features and functionality like page builder in, in open source, you know mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It's, it's been like that even before Adobe took it over though the process totally. and the, the totally. PRs. And so they're not to blame, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Is, is page builder, um, pretty good. Like, do you use it regularly and, and stuff like that? Like, is it, it's solid? really good. So I did work on it on a previous commerce project. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. The GUI and drag and drop it's number, mainly the clients, clients use it. So it offloads, developers so we can focus on more custom programming mm-hmm. stuff that we want to focus on. We don't want to be dealing with content updates. Mm-hmm. Um, so to pass that over to the client is just a huge win. Right. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's I, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. I haven't worked hands on with much Magento stuff for a while. So I, I, I know that the, um, the product got acquired back in the day. I keep forgetting the name of it. It was blue something. I keep wanting to say bluefish, but it's not bluefish. It was blue, um, gene commerce. <laughs> no, I don't know. Blue. You don't remember? Okay. No, I don't. It might blue, be bluefish. Blue something. Anyways. Blue and then it kind of, yeah. and then it kind of, uh, stagnated for a while. You know, it was, took forever to, you know, get it out. So that's good to hear that it's, that it's, um, that it's really good now um, and that it's in open source. Um, I think part of this also is people were used to constant updates to the platform because it was new. So every new version came out, there was a huge update. There was a huge update. And then mm-hmm. as software naturally gets more stable, there will be less updates. So right. it's kind of just the maturity maturity level of the platform. Um, right. You can't consistently keep putting out new features in it you know, uh, staying stable, but, um, right. Uh, there's a balance there though. Uh, right. I think right. we can meet a, have a happy medium. Right. Yeah. I, I just think, um, you know, with the, the new distribution, I keep wanting to say the fork, but I'm trying not to say that cause they kind of 
purposefully are using the word distribution, right? Because there's lots of different forks out there. Um, you know, it, it's like a lot of uh, the critique is like, you know, it's it's going to splinter the community. There's, you know, they're not going to have enough resources to do it properly or whatever. But um, I, I'm a big believer in what an individual or a small group of people can do, you know, and, and I, I think that ties into what you do, right? Like, mm-hmm. Absolutely. With the training content and stuff like, like, and I, I mean, the Magento training content has been really bad for a long time. Right. And I'm sure that they had resources going into that people go, people working on that. Um, and without having looked too in depth on a technical level at, at a breakdown comparison of what you do versus what they do, I'm, I'm almost certain that what you do is like light years better. Um, and you're just one dude, you know? Huh. Yeah. And it's, and it's so, different. You know, I had some different ideas of how to tackle this monstrosity of a, of a software platform. Yeah. Uh, very complex. You kind of have to, I think there's a lot of assumed knowledge in other tutorials, uh, you know, uh, and, and that's kind of, if you could take a step back and start from the absolute beginning, um, with kind of the core concepts, um, Magento is very hard to teach because there are so many concepts. And if you try to teach one out of order, you might be implying that they know one, two, three other things. Right. Um, so the curriculum order and the content that you're creating is, is, is very hard to create. So right. we're dealing right. with that. And, and do you, um, are, is the format of your content primarily screencast at a code level? Yes. There, okay. it's mainly all, all screencasts. Um, I am slowly experimenting with other other formats also, but uh, yeah, mainly all video for, for video screencasts. That's uh, right. generally what people want to, um, right, totally. and then everything comes with code snippets, so you can look at um, look at GitHub for the source of. So each lesson comes with an actual diff of what exactly changed lesson by lesson. Right. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's uh, and it's and it's similar to Laircast in terms of the style and, and sort of the level of polish and kind of the the pacing. Um, yes, very similar. I, I did do Egghead back in the day, like Egghead style, very bite sized chunk. But with Magento, mm-hmm. it's you you have to kind of do more explaining. Um, you can't Big really bites. do a minute minute and <laughs> a half video on something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like Large it takes me. Size. And that's, I think what I've improved over the years too, is my initial videos were quite short and then it's, you have to get to the point where you're explaining enough, but not too much because you don't want to overwhelm the user. I I purposely try not to make any videos over 10 minutes because I think that's just, your head starts exploding, especially in Magento. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's just a fine balance there of how, how much content to put in what video and, and what format to put it, put it in. Yeah. And, and it's like, you know, I remember, I remember, I don't know, a few years ago looking at some of the Magento training content and it was just like so bad. It was just like on every level, it was like this, it was like this monotone voice and it was like just, you know, so if at the time you said, oh, can one person do, you know, and I, I, th- I think I saw you tweeted one of your goals recently is some huge number of lessons or hours of content. Did I see you tweet about that? Yeah. By Yeah. Um, so, so that's, a. Uh, so I've been working since I've started on these premium courses that take, 
I'll, I'll compile info for a month, and I'll plan it out for another month, and then I take another few weeks to actually record it, publish it, get all yeah. my course pages up. Um, so the the problem was, my, I, I sell a subscription, and in those three months, people aren't getting anything, right? So mm-hmm. I'll have three months where they're not they watch the you know watch the whole course in maybe a few days or a week. And then they have nothing for the next few months. So um, I'm a big, huge fan of Seth Godin. I follow everything he puts out. Right, right. Um, and I love his his mindset of deliberate practice and doing the work every day. And it took a while to set in because it's, it's something that sounds very simple and easy. Mm-hmm. And it, mm-hmm. in one aspect, it is. Mm-hmm. But when it, you actually come down to doing it, like even today, I... It's funny, um, five minutes before we hopped on this call, I was uploading a lesson. For some reason, ah. it took me three, four hours to get one lesson done today. Yeah. It's just, you know, distractions or you procrastinate or you just don't want to do it. You have a bad day. Yeah. But the whole mindset of that is it's like he, he writes one blog post a day. I don't right. know how long he's been doing it, like 10 years. Very long and time. And he never misses, never miss right. one. So right. it's kind of, that's kind of what he preaches. So I... And it, uh, I'd say a lesson probably takes about the same amount of time, right? Um, it's even though he's just dealing with text, he has to phrase it in a way that's you know good. And and some blog posts are only you know a couple paragraphs. Some are a huge page. Yeah. But the idea is you're putting out content every day, and you're in the mindset that you're constantly delivering new content. So yeah. I really liked that approach, and that's kind of what I've been trying to do. Even Saturdays and Sundays, it's every day. Nice. Record a lesson or, or publish it. You know, uh, there might yeah. be days where I queue them up, of course, because I go on vacation or something, <laughs> take some yeah. days off. But the idea is every day something's getting published. Yeah. Um, regardless yeah. of anything. And it's, yeah. Even like today, I know you, you asked me, I think last time we chatted, how, um, how do I do it even on days that I don't want to do it? You know, and it's, I'll be honest. I had days where I just didn't do anything because <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's just overwhelming sometimes where you look at something like my last mm. course was 60 plus lessons. It's yeah. Like, how do you even start on that? You know? Yeah. Well, the answer is one lesson, right? Yeah. One lesson <laughs> um, at a time. Yeah. So if you break it down, even if the rest of the day is a complete disaster, I shipped a lesson and mm-hmm. it's getting me closer to that goal of, yeah. you know, having a whole library of content available. Totally. And, 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 and so it's just, yeah, like I'm a really big believer in what like an individual can do. And it's like, if, if you would have said back then, Oh, we're going to have one guy do all these hours and hours and hours of content. It's going to be better than this thing that Magento paid, you know, probably some company, a lot of money to do. You would have said, no, that, that doesn't sound probable. Um, but you know, fast forward and it's like, it's the mythical man month type deal. You know, mm-hmm. you could have a bunch of, throw a bunch of people at something, but if you have one person or small group of people that are focused on doing the right thing that they're, that they're really good at and that they're passionate about and they, you know, you can get a lot done. And, um, and so I think that, you know, what they're doing with Mage OS, like, yeah, it's, it's a small group of people. It's a lot to bite off. A lot of people in the past have said they were going to do a fork. Not many of them have gone that far, but, um, you know, I, I, I'd like to see them take a swing at it, you know? And I think, yeah, that, well, look you at, know. look at Hoover, right. They have exactly think, two, 
a team of two, right? I think it's Vanai Something and like uh, that. Willem on uh yeah, it's um, look at what they've been able to do. And this is kind of what exactly. people have been asking for for a long time, too. It's like, can we get updates to Luma? You know, can we? Um, I don't think you can create a solution and say, just use this, right? Kind of like PW, PWA Studio, even though it might be great, it's going in the right direction. There's a whole other segment of people that just want to work with the monolithic system, right? And yeah get it working to how, how they used to working it. They just want yeah. everything better and faster. Yeah. And yeah. this is proof that you can do it. Right. Yeah. And there's other alternate methods and yeah. yeah. Um, going back to what you're saying about doing stuff every day. Like, so, I, so I go in and out of these mad podcasting phases and I'm in kind of another phase right now. And, um, I'm, I'm wanting to do it every day, you know? And, um, I think that it's, um, there's, there's, I, I want to have that practice every day. And also I think it, um, fulfills like, you know, I work solo, I work by myself. I don't talk to a lot of people, so it fulfills like a need to like talk, have a conversation every day. But, um, but yeah, so I've been trying to do that every day. And then of course you got to schedule so that it's hard to schedule sometimes. So like, you know, I was like, and even over the weekend, I was kind of itching, to do something over the weekend and then Monday I didn't have anything scheduled. So then I was like ex very excited about today <laughs> because, um, yeah, I just, when I get going, I like to do them on a, on a daily basis, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And routine is great. Any, yeah. any kind of routine I think is, is great. Yeah. I, um, I strive off routines and totally you know, doing totally. the same thing every day. It's, I, I like to do the same thing. Yeah. I'm a very routine per I've been, I've been mixing it up a little bit, getting a little more flexible in certain ways, but I'm such a routine person, man. It's just, I don't know. It's just kind of baked in. Like I go to the same Starbucks every day, you know, they're probably sick of me over there by now. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think I saw you posted one of the Seth Godin articles recently. Um, that was relevant to the Magento stuff that was going on. I kind of, I, I clicked in, I kind of scanned it, but I'm not remembering the contents of it very well. Right Me neither. Now. <laughs> oh, you neither. <laughs> my memory is okay. awful. So okay. I teach. Um, it's ironic, but my memory is absolutely horrific. That's really funny. Um, <laughs> that's, that's funny. Awesome. The, one of the reasons I started blog blogging way back in the day is so I can actually reference stuff. My, oh, really? personally in the future. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. quite a few times I've been, you know, Googling the same thing that I spent a couple yeah. hours putting together and I completely forgot that I even wrote it. So it's, it's funny. Stumble like when, on you, that and, like, when you find your own stack overflow answer or, or something like that, <laughs> there should it, be it's like, like my own blog post, you know, I, I Google and the whole thing and I, you know, I, I see the title. I'm like, this is me. And I, I read it. I didn't, don't even remember typing it. So this is a great answer. I think that helps me. I, I think that I, I follow someone, David Perel. He said, uh, he quoted out something that the best teachers have a learning disability. Mm. <laughs> like, I, you know, I couldn't agree That's more. Um, it's very interesting because again, it's not, you don't have that assumed knowledge, right? Or maybe my memory is bad, but that helps me because I can I only can focus on this little aspect at a time. Right, right. And teach it very clearly and simply. So Right. The bite sized chunks. Mm-hmm. Um 
and so the so the teaching thing is like that's really your thing like you really like um see yourself as a teacher like is that kind of the primary like would you say when somebody asks you what you do is that kind of the main yeah. descriptor that's yeah. the first thing i say is i'm a i teach computer programming you know that's uh, so cool framework so that's neat. yeah i i do see myself as a teacher finally it took took a while um took a while to get around to this but yeah it's it definitely um i love explaining things and i like um yeah, I love to get to the point where someone just, you know, gets something or clicks or notices and sees how, how it's done. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's neat, man. I mean, the teach you know, the teaching thing is fascinating because like, you know, there's, 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 um, a lot of teachers out there, right. In, in schools and some are great, some are more mediocre. And then it's like, the theory has been that the internet is going to, allow teachers to, you know, basically leverage their ability to teach across the mm -hmm. internet and, um, you know, make a better income, have a bigger impact and to really teach very specifically the thing that they're good at. And, and, and like, you're, you're like living that, you know? Yeah. So I think we're just in the, just in the start of indie, like even course creation or content creation and yeah. education going, we, we see it in the universities already where no one really wants to pay for a degree. They'd rather, I'd much rather go to the coding, coding bootcamp for yeah. a few thousand or even, you know, a whole year of college and learn it all in one year. Right. Right. And have an actual, actual job. Um, I forgot the startup in California that's been doing that, but Lambda, Lambda school, Lambda. Yeah. Yeah, those guys are incredible. Yeah, it's pretty cool where you can go and get trained, get a job, and it doesn't cost you anything, I don't think. They pay you yeah. out of the – or you pay out of the salary that you're – of the job you're going to get, which is yeah. a great concept. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 really amazing. I think I saw they, they launched a blockchain course recently, mm -hmm. or they're about to launch one. But yeah, I, I think individual just, just that more apprenticeship model is probably gonna get a lot more popular. I think we're just at the beginning of it, dude. I think we're a really lot good. about yeah. I, I think a lot about apprenticeship. I I want you know we homeschool our kids and um, my daughter's really into like drawing and illustration and stuff and so um, you know I got her like an an iPad and an Apple pencil and she uses it all the time and she watches tutorials on YouTube. Like she'll sit mm -hmm. there and watch a fifteen minute tutorial on how to draw eyes, you know, and, and she'll just absorb it and then she'll, you know, and I was yeah. thinking I would love for her to find like a, like a mentor or something, you know, the standard approach would be like hire a tutor, but I want something different than that. Like I want her to do like an apprenticeship, you know, I want her to work with someone who doesn't just tutor, but they actually make a living um, as let's say an illustrator, right. Mm -hmm. And for her to like work with them closely, learn from them. Um, you know, maybe we even pay them for the opportunity kind of a thing. And yeah. So you, you know. picture like someone like Bob Ross, right. I want to get trained by this guy. He's great. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, what exactly. if he was, you know, here today and he had a course available, right. You took this, it, you know, it, he's like kind of teaching you one-on-one -on -one, and then you could pay extra 
to have maybe a short class of 10 people, right? And right. Or a one-on-one, you can pay pay more and have one-on-one sort right. of mentorship, you know, right. right, with the expert, right? Right. So that's, I think, where everything's heading. Get access to a Slack channel with Bob Ross. <laughs> Bob Ross's Slack channel. I didn't see that new documentary. I heard it was <laughs> interesting. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't watch it either. I, I wanted to. I saw it and I didn't. I didn't watch it yeah. yet. Um, yeah, my daughter actually, my her aunt um, show, got her into Bob Ross, and she she watched quite a few of his his videos on like YouTube or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy's incre- that guy was incredible. Yeah, um, YouTube's incredible too. My seven year old girls are constantly on YouTube, and yeah, yeah. The one is really you know absorbing everything and getting yeah. all these ideas. It's, it's, it's funny. That's cool. What, uh, what type of stuff is she, what is she watching? <laughs> How to be a YouTuber. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so yeah. I, I got videos. We actually edited them. Um, her like drawing and explaining how she's drawing something. And it's really cool. cute. Um, I got to upload them somewhere. That's cool. Um, uh, yeah. M- my uh my son is uh he's super into Batman. He wears Batman pajamas all the time, everywhere he goes. We try to get him to change into regular clothes. He's like, No. So he wears his Batman thing everywhere. And so um he started watching like um YouTube videos where they uh like play with toys, like Batman toys and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had heard about these like YouTube channels where people are, you know, making tons of money just unboxing toys or playing with toys or whatever. And then, I, and then I'm seeing him watching them, and it's it's like, it's a trip, you know. Oh yeah, that's funny. They replicate anything they want, anything they see. Yeah, um, they try to replicate it, and yeah, it's funny. Her, one daughter has the verbiage down, everything. <laughs> Yeah. Of how to like subscribe to my channel, all that stuff. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, it's a big thing. Like a lot of uh, the younger generation, like they want to be a TikToker. They want to be a YouTube creator. That's like their, one of their primary, you know, primary uh, careers that they're interested in. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what that was when we were a kid, like be a doctor or a fireman or something, whatever that is like. Now it's, now it's, I want to be a YouTuber, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You don't hear like, I want to be a baseball player anymore. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's funny. Mm-hmm. It's probably what I wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's cool, man. Yeah. Uh, the YouTube thing is fascinating. Like if you want to learn something, um, it's incredible how you can find anything on YouTube. You know, you can just dive in yeah. you know it's all free and the content's really really good yeah I don't know how many times I, I search for how to do something in my car or how to fix something and it's pops up or mm-hmm. um you have an issue around the house you can google google your problem and like my wife doesn't even look at instructions for anything anymore if, oh, if no. we get something to build she goes right to youtube and oh yeah and finds it and watches the yeah. video so yeah totally um, so what are, what are you, uh, what are you most excited about with what you're working on, um, at the moment? Um, getting more content out. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's kind of, 
it's I don't want to say boring, but it's it's the it's the work that it's hard to do, and it's um, like I I'm really focused on having covering like I I have a huge queue of courses in my queue that I'm mm-hmm. trying to work through and getting info out. So it's just it's working on those videos and publishing them and making them available to subscribers. So uh, like more than half of the enrollments at M Academy are subscriptions. Um, so I'm really focused on just expanding that, um, my university offering, which is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, ironically, cause I never went to university. <laughs> nice. Uh, I have my university right enrollment option and, uh, yeah, just trying to expand, trying to add as much value as I can for, for all the subscribers. Nice man. Uh, yeah. Did you say Ro- Roman? Did you say ro- mm-hmm. right? What did you say? Right and Roman. What was that? No. You said your university subscription option. You said Roman or something like that. Oh, enrollment. Oh, oh enrollment. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. That's cool, man. Um, yeah, just crank cranking away at the content. Um, that's neat, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm just continuing to work on there. Campus up for it's. Uh, oh yeah, campus. That's what I was going to ask yeah. you about. The campus thing is neat. Um, so how's that? Yeah. How's that going? So start off the Slack channel. It's going going good. Just uh, it takes a while to build a build a community. So um, just it does. Uh, giving it some time to brew. But uh, yeah, got over a couple hundred people there, and um, it's it's good for. I see a lot of action with the university subscribers up there. Uh, asking questions or asking for new content. Right. Uh, I have sections. So once you're university subscriber, you get unlocked certain sections in campus, which campus is, um, it's based off of circle, um, which is a, uh, okay, cool. Kind of, a um, software as a service for, uh, communities. Uh, and they kind of fix all the problems that exist in Slack. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of cool updates coming. I don't think public is aware of, but some really, really neat, um, updates that should make it 10 times better. Um, so excited about that, but yeah, it's, um, you know, like certain sections or spaces in there. Um, so subscribers can go and post their code for, to get a review by me. Um, they can mm-hmm. ask questions up there and, and there's a whole free section also. Um, you don't even have to register to go view it. So you could just go to campus.m.academy and go and, uh, yeah, be, just be a lurker, browse around and, uh, nice. see what's up there. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I, um, when I saw it, I thought it was neat because, um, it, it felt like there, there was a need for some kind of a community, you know, there's all these different things. There's Slack channels and forums and stuff, but mm-hmm. it feels like it felt like there could be something else. Um, yeah, Slack's tough because you lose messages if you don't pay for it. If you pay for it, it's very right. expensive. Um, right. You don't right. have the you lose the context of something. So if you ask someone asks a question about something, um, and a few weeks go weeks go by, you have to really scour that whole slack thing and search search around if I actually find it. Yeah, it's a mess. Um so that 
this whole new platform kind of solves all those all those issues. Nice, and man. I can customize it, which is cool. That's cool. And what are some of the uh, upcoming features that you're excited about in uh, in Circle? Um, well, they just added um, live capability for live video into oh, cool. the platform, so I can go live on it, and then um, so I can have one on one or or group like coaching directly in there. So I use Teachable as the main main course platform, mm-hmm. um, but they also added paywalls, so I can actually go right to right through Circle and do the uh, subscription in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also have uh, they have a big performance update, which pretty much makes everything instant uh, on the way. Oh, cool! So it's more like that's kind of what you're missing with uh, compared to Slack because Slack everything's fast and instant. So. Oh, okay, cool. So kind of yeah. like how Facebook does it, where like if somebody comments or likes, it sort of pop a little. Some pop a little. I I am not on Facebook. I okay. my wife took over my account a long time ago. Okay. And um, I don't even know how it looks. It's funny. Gotcha. Um, yeah. But, it yeah. it like um it's 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 interesting because it's it's like a um. You know, it's it's like the the interface is like a web app, so it's not like a live chat like a Slack. But then there's a lot of real time stuff, like little pot, little bubbles will pop up and stuff like that. Okay. Um. So, yeah. But like, so when you say real time, like if somebody comments on a post in Circle, it would. I think a little dialogue up. box probably opens up that says there's a new message, right? Click here yeah. or, load or something like okay. that. Gotcha. But when you click around the whole app, it's all instant. So there's no page right now. There's a page refresh on every time you click. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's like a put, they're going to like a push state uh, mechanism. Okay. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. yeah I was actually talking to a buddy that is going to work on this other, um, have you ever heard of fizzle? It's like a, podcast uh in a community no yeah it's um anyway they built this community software and he's gonna do some work with them on it and um it's it's an interesting space man the whole community software space i think circle Mm -hmm. is one of the big big um players they're brand new so and the founders of circle are actually the founders of teachable oh um, okay which is cool so they have built-in single sign-on and uh, with the platform. Um, oh, so it hooks okay, in cool. really nicely. So if you wanted to register at campus, you have to actually enroll in the M Academy library. So, and then it links. Uh, oh, it's okay. pretty neat. Nice. Yep. Solid. All right. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, well, it's good to catch up. Good to catch up with you here. Um, was there anything else you wanted to want to chat about? No, I don't. I don't think so. All right. I got. Uh, right. Still doing my cryptocurrency buys in the background. I know you're. Ah, uh, okay. Buys, so. <laughs> Very nice. Very <laughs> you nice. want to go there, but yeah. So. Uh, what? Yeah. Uh, which? Which? Uh, which uh, cryptocurrencies are you into? Pretty much just dollar cost averaging into um, Bitcoin and Ethereum. Okay. I, I'm more of a, I like the Ethereum platform, but definitely have pretty much split buys between the two. Okay. 
That's exactly what uh, uh, Balaji Srinivasan recommends. You fo- do you follow that guy? No, I don't know who he is. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, um, he's a real interesting guy. He's like a um, investor type dude, and anyway, um, I think he's just like the smartest dude on the internet. He's he's really he's an interesting guy. But uh, but yeah, he bas- I, I'm pretty much only into Bitcoin at the moment, and. Um, and so uh, I know a lot of people like Ethereum, um, and it seems like um, from a like a developer ecosystem perspective, they've got a lot more going on, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but um, yeah, mostly into Bitcoin right now. So it's crazy how it all changed. So when it like a few years ago, you had to learn. Was it Singularity or whatever the platform is? Solidity, I like think. Everything's. What was it? Solidity, I think. Solidity. That's right. It, that's what it is. Yeah, and uh, now it's like all REST API calls and JavaScript. It's funny. Oh, is it? Like, like everything. It, it's like the whole crypto world. It's all like JavaScript now. So it's like so simple. That's um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Really interesting. It's yeah. It's such uh, a yeah. It's such a crazy. I think there's world. a lot of stuff out there that's just still getting uh, still getting thought upon. It's uh, right. It's just um, it's just still under development. I, I think a lot of people don't know where it's where it's going to go yet. Yeah, I think it's, it's still early days. It's early days. I think it's like Internet ninety seven. Um, you know where? Y- yes, there was quite a bit of traction at the time and. Quite a bit had happened, but it was still early days, and to a lot of people, it, it didn't really make sense. Um, in hindsight, it was like already there for all intents and purposes. <laughs> yeah. But at the time, like, I saw this obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I saw this interview with Bill Gates on David Letterman, and Bill Gates was talking about the internet and how you could. You know, whatever, listen to an online radio show or whatever. And David Letterman was just making fun of him. Like, why do you need that? We already have the radio. We already have. And everybody in the audience is laughing at him because it seemed so dumb to them, to everybody, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure uh, you've seen that uh, little clip with, I think it's Brian Gumbel or, um, He's like, what? It, what is internet? And they're going back and forth and talking. It's it's so funny. They called it internet, uh, or what's what's internet? <laughs> like, oh. like it's like someone's name. It's, right. it's really funny. Right. Um, right. Yeah. It's... And then some people got it right away. Like uh, uh, David Bowie. <laughs> if oh, you look right. at some old things from the 90s like he nailed it in like 94 95 he's yeah uh, yeah it's crazy yeah 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 there's definitely people that that got it and and really saw what was going to happen early um and then but yeah but a lot of people didn't you know and um i think it's a similar thing it's still very kind of abstract and and stuff, but in hindsight, it's going to look real obvious, you know. I think, um, yeah. although you know, may, I mean, one of the differences is is like the internet is the internet; it's everything, right? But we didn't exactly know which companies were going to win 
Um, and so with crypto, you know, maybe Bitcoin is, I mean, I hope it doesn't, but maybe Bitcoin isn't going to make it. Maybe other, you know, maybe it's a, you know, there's, there's competitors to uh, Ethereum that are mm-hmm. resolving some of the problem, you know, with Ethereum. So I guess somebody could make an argument that maybe we don't know exactly which currencies will survive long term. Um, I very much hope it's Bitcoin. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> well, I see Ethereum. Well, I'm, like I'm uh, I think that represents like the whole alt- altcoin market. Ethereum. That's that's how I see it. Okay. It seems that all of the alts sort of follow that, um, with some obvious exceptions. But okay. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's or there could be two forever, right? And yeah, just equally grow. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. It'll it'll be interesting to find out how that all plays mm-hmm. out. But um, yeah. And then there's BitClout, which I know you're a big fan of. I, I was. Um, <laughs> oh, you were. What happened? So, <laughs> after we chatted, uh, um, it was a little scammy for sure. Yeah. But even that alone, what concerned me more as a network. So network effect is supposed to go like this, right? <laughs> like right. almost like a, um, what is it called? Like a, like a hockey stick curve, right? Like uh, as the network grows, as more people get added to it, it's supposed to grow exponentially. That's how right. network works. Right. That's how Facebook took off. But when you start seeing the engagement <laughs> going the other way, as people are signing up, right? Less uh-huh. people are tweeting or clouding or whatever it is. And right. there's actually less, there was no one buying. Um, I noticed people just stopped buying other creator coins. And uh-huh. um, and then there is this interesting dynamic of the platform where um, people are always trying to get you to buy their coin. coin. Like, okay. You don't have that on Twitter, right? There, there's no like, there, there's a weird dynamic um, uh-huh. that was there. Yeah, but mainly, yeah, the engagement is just dropping off like a cliff. Uh, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I do love the idea of decentralized social media, and um, mm-hmm. when I when I read like the about page on BitCloud, that seemed to be a big part of the goal. Although it seemed like a big part of the idea was also just these these coins that you could make money on. Yeah, but so. the concept I think is awesome. Um, it's such a really good concept and you know, there's all these NFTs and and stuff, but even having your own creator coin, we saw it with steam where someone can leave a tip, right? If they liked your blog post or comment, um, something Mm -hmm. like that would be great, especially in, I know Twitter is starting to experiment now with, um, subscribers, mailing lists. And I, I'd love to see a tip jar, you know, on Twitter. So they actually right. added that uh, recently, and um, they did. They okay. did, and uh, um, I'll shoot you a link or something. I don't have it enabled yet on my profile, um, but they enabled uh, Lightning Network payments, uh, which is um, a layer two on top of Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. If, have you seen anything about the Lightning Network? I've been following Lightning for <laughs> about four years now. Yeah. It's, okay. it's crazy. Everything's it's, instant. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So, there's, so there's lightning tips through Twitter now. Um, do you need to have like a certain invite? 
I don't think I don't know. I've I, I see people talking about him, and I sent somebody a tip. I sent this guy Nick Carter a, a tip. Um, a, a, Backstreet a, Boys. And, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's this. Uh, is this big uh, Bitcoin guy, but um, uh, yeah. So, uh, but I, I keep checking my profile to see if I can add him, but I don't. I don't know exactly how how it's getting rolled out. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's pretty. I mean, so El Salvador is legalized Bitcoin and is using Lightning and has onboarded. Uh, what is, I don't know. I want to say, I don't know how many millions of people, and then. Um, Twitter adds it. Um, one of the interesting things about El Salvador is that uh, companies like Starbucks and, and some of the big multinational conglomerates implement had to implement support for Lightning mm-hmm. payments, um, you know, in order to be compliant, right? So now these big corporations have added support, and maybe that will, um, you know, go other places, right? That that they yeah. have a presence. Um, so it's, it's a lot going on, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty neat. Yeah. It's the very early days, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's crazy. All right, my friend. Well, um, I will let you go. Any, anything you want to point people to any, any web links that you want people to check no, out? Just check out M M Academy. It's just the domain names M dot Academy. Okay. If you're interested in any Magento training, and um, I will have some. Uh, I'm, uh, it's going to be at least eighty percent Magento in perpetuity, but I do have some Docker stuff, and uh, we'll be adding more things about other open source things, PHP, MySQL, cool things like that. So if you're a Lamp developer or interested in e-commerce, definitely, definitely check that out. Yeah. Awesome. All right, bud. Thank you. Talk to you soon. All right, thanks, Galen. All right.